This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And now for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans. Right, Chris. Oh, right. Hang on a second. I wasn't ready then. What am I doing? Here I am. Hello. I'm back from outer space. Just turned around. How are we feeling? Unbelievable. What a result last week. Uh, all I can say is it was down to one man. Wasn't Brendan Rogers, 
wasn't Tete. No, 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 no. It was down to our very own Steve Linux, who predicted that Villa would beat us 2-0. Uh, he's, he's, he's got his charm back. His, his reverse psychology, it's not worked all season. Well, it has actually, because he's predicting Leicester to win and we've lost. So it has kind of worked. But uh, he predicted a 2-0 win for Villa. What a game that was. I mean, we actually managed to beat... Do you know? Do you remember when... I'm going to say a top-half side, but I'm going to use BBC's psychology here, because do you remember when Liverpool were 11th in the division... And actually, on match of the day, BBC showed the top half as the top eleven. I'm going for that. I'm going for that look this week. Um, so yes, we beat a top half team according to the BBC. Um, but hey, so much going on this week. There's going to be a lot of changes coming up on the channel, a lot of schedule reruns. But let me just go through a few things uh, with you that you can see, watch, do, etc. Check it out today. BBC Talk, BBC Sports Tuesday Talking Point. I really must get a new set of teeth, you know. Uh, get my thoughts on uh, Leicester City this week. Uh, I look particularly at um, the Villa game, not as a report. The shock at that starting 11 that was actually attacking. The fact that out of nine shots, we had actually four on target, which went in the back of the net. We had a good transfer window. And yes, it was like watching Brazil. Go over to the BBC website, BBC Sport, go onto the Leicester City page, and you can read my full Tuesday talking point. And if you missed it last night, it is available on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube. I had a chat with, remember, those of you of a certain age, Pontus Camark. And yes, he is still there. He's, he's causing him problems. He's been walking around lopsided um, because of Janino in his back pocket. Good, lovely, lovely man. Uh, obviously not as nice as Steve Linux, but we have to say that contractually. But a lovely, lovely man. And you can get the full interview still on Leicester Till I Die TV. Um, he did say it was also affecting his wife because his wife was having to sort of try and support him and she was starting to lean to one side as well. I said, oh, I said, what's your wife called? Well, he went, Eileen. Oh, yes. Thank you. Number one. <laughs> Number one. Brad likes that one, I can see. And even, even Steve, even Steve is rolling his eyes. Come on. That's, that's the standard. I like to set the standard low. And I'm very, very often fail to come up to it tomorrow at nine we've got another one in the the conversation series with russell osman uh for those of you that are around in the 80s uh that includes include me uh 85 to 88 he played 120 games for us scoring eight goals not bad as a center back and we will be talking to him about his career he was an ipswich uh, with the leg great Bobby Robson before he came to us. Um, and we are doing that tomorrow night at nine o'clock. And then this is the last prediction show. I've got big ah. Uh. Well, it is on a Tuesday because next week we are moving. We are we are going to Fridays at nine o'clock, which will make it a bit a bit more in tune with the week, shall we say? Because it will be uh, obviously the day before the, um, the 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 weekend game. So, as of next week, Fridays at nine o'clock, the new home for the Leicester Till I Die 
prediction show. Um, now, let's get them in, because this was last week's results. Gentlemen, good evening, Brad. Good evening, Steve. Good evening. Now, Steve, what happened? Not happy with that, mate. I'm sure you're not writing them down properly. <laughs> Look, I can't not write them down. It's all on film. It can all be checked. Well, hopefully now you've got a new mic, you'll be able to understand what I'm saying. Now. <laughs> it's it is that West Midlands accent I do struggle with, Steve. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'll struggle with it as well. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say I'm, I'm so glad Pontus could speak really good English because I can't. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't wasn't the best of weeks for you. Um, but let me just say, uh, I'm just going to see if he's actually in the chat at the moment. Uh, no, he's not, which is a surprise. But oh, yes. Anthony, (laughs) Anthony, you old devil, you. Let me just move ourselves around. How are you? Um, Yes, what can I say, Anthony? Begged me, if you remember, guys, last week, begged me to um, record his scores down. So I did. And you know what? I just thought before I came into the show tonight, I thought, wouldn't it be a good idea just to go back and check what Anthony has scored last week. Um, He didn't get any spot on, so there was no three points for him. And he didn't get any predictions, right, apart from one. Steve, you actually beat Anthony, the Arsenal fan. He got one point. That's me finished for the year then, mate. That'll do me. (laughs) Quit while you're ahead. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you know what they say, Chris, don't you? What's the difference between Anthony and a fork? A fork has more points. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Do you want know Stevie said the same about you? <laughs> yeah, before we came live. What I heard him say, fork, but I don't know if I heard it right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just stick with fork for now, Steve. I'll let you believe that's what I said. <laughs> As they always say, of course, it is the fork that counts. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Okay, let's just say a big few hellos before we get going. Anthony, number two is in. Anthony, I am well. I hope you are as well. Uh, told you is in. Good evening. Howdy to you as well. Shane, good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good day. How are you? Um, Anthony, yeah, good game. Exactly. Who are they? Who? And we beat a top half side. Brackets, BBC, close brackets. Um, David's in. Good evening. How are you? Barrett is in as well. How the devil are you, sir? Love your houses, by the way. James is in. Uh, evening, lads. Hope you are well. Let's see if we can put a smile, please, on James's face. I saw him in the Merseyside Derby chat on um, on on a, on a uh, 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 Doug's channel uh, just before I came live. You were not looking happy, mate. You are not looking happy. Let's uh, let's see if we can cheer you up. Um, let's get a few more comments in. Anthony says, yes, I'm ready for this week. Um, mm. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully a, lot, a lot more ready than you were last week, mate. Um, you could say he's got a point to prove. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry, Dad. that was a good one. I am going to have to give you. I'm going to have to give you one of your special 
really probably very unique to you. <laughs> yeah, I, I did fight that one. Yeah, well, let me just tell you what he actually got right was he went for Brighton to beat Bournemouth 3-1. And that was the only point that he managed to get. So, bad luck. Bad luck, Anthony. You, you watch. I'll give it give about five seconds and he'll come up with the same excuse as Steve. Are you writing them down wrong, Chris? Are you writing them down wrong? <laughs> um, let's have a look. Um... James, hit the likes and subscribe. Yes, please do. Thank you very much. Oh, Wrexham have just equalised. Yeah, I mean, it's FA Cup replay time. Uh, it, it is, just to give you a, a quick update on Ongham. Burnley won, Ipswich won. Apparently, there was two goals in about the first five minutes and then nothing each. Fleetwood are beating Sheffield Wednesday. Wow. Um, Grimsby are beating Luton 3-0. I think that's that was 3-0 at half-time. That was all over. Yeah, and like uh, like Davies just said there, Sheffield United won, Wrexham won. Oh, wouldn't it be nice to see Wrexham go? It'd be, just be a great story, wouldn't it? Oh, just when you think things are going well, a Forest fan comes in. Hello, Luke. Oh. Well, are you, sir? Welcome along. Nice to see you. <coughs> Allegedly. Um, just a few more bumps you have to put up with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, goggle box is on at that time. How long is your program on for? I'm sorry, <laughs> I think goggle box you can watch it on a plus one. Um, I do like a bit of goggle box. I usually watch it at like two in the morning, though. Uh, yeah, ready for this week. We will see. Uh, I was happy on Saturday, but I'm not getting, I know that was that was a surprise. None of us, none of us predicted that. Um, Chris, you're, you're right. I'm wrong. Hey, there you go. There you go. Are you related, Steve, to Anthony by any chance? And Jeff is in. Good evening. How are you? Good morning over there. It will be good morning. Um, I've got to say, guys, I mean, the, the result of the weekend was Everton won Arsenal nil. I mean, nobody expects Nobody that. expects a Spanish Inquisition. Steve, I mean, it, I suppose. Look, Steve, it was it was at it was at Goodison, and they are always that bit better at Goodison. Was it last season? Only won twice away from home. Once was against us, of course. But um, yeah, like James said, not to get carried away, but it, it was you know it was a shock, wasn't it? It was in one way. Um, I did say last week. You know, you're going to find out now if Lampard was a bad manager or it was the players that didn't want to play for him. And I think it showed now, like it does with a lot of clubs, that the players didn't didn't want to play for him mm. because you can't, you know, you can't go through the season blaming Lampard and his tact. Well, you can because it, it just shows you uh, what happened. But you know, the players have got to take a lot of stick to be honest for it. Mm. Um, you know. It's but that's that's football, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, to back, I mean, it, it was a great shock. Your shock of the week, uh, Brad, not so much. Well, it wasn't a shock, really, because Jesse Marsh. Um, I mean, please, whatever you do, don't take a dislike to me or Steve, because we'll both probably end up mm. thinking thunder. <laughs> well, I mean, that's three out of three. You got the hat trick. Yeah, yeah, I completed the trifactor. It's almost as if these incapable managers that have zero experience at managing at a, at a good level uh, can't manage in the Premiership. <laughs> Whatever next, I've already called it. Southampton managers next. I've already called my fourth. You know, Goldberg, you know, it's like Jesse Marsh, you're last. Well, Southampton manager, you're next. You're next for my predictions of sucking because it's just incompetence. I mean, Steve, you, you said there that Frank Lampard, You'd find out which way it was. I didn't need to see Dice in charge to know that Frank Lampard wasn't capable of doing it at this level. So I'll keep my run going. Just don't piss me off or because I'll get you sacked, apparently. But if I mention it enough, it happens. <laughs> but the thing is, I think we all know, and love him or hate him as a manager, he was the wrong person for a club in that much turmoil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't. You can't have a go at him for taking the job. You'd be mad not to. It'd be like me being offered a, a job in the bloody League One, let alone in the Premiership right now with no experience. You're going to take it because you feel that's a chance to really prove yourself. But it's just proven that this this fashionable trend of this this sort of decade or whatever whatever's in the water between football clubs with Ollie and Potter and all these others that you just maybe don't need to take a shot into the next fad and trend and just actually hire somebody who's done it for years. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. In ten years' time, he might become that manager. But he, you just knew this was destined to fail. And thankfully, Everton pulled the trigger, and so have Leeds and Villa, respectively. You know, I've got to say, I've never been to Bristol, but I just—is it in a time loop or what, Bristol? Because we've just been talking about that, and as it is, Leeds set their manager yesterday too. <laughs> no, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> we have just mentioned that. Um, but uh, for my my shock of the week, and, you know, you could say, and sorry, Doug, it has already been mentioned in the chat, you know, Liverpool losing 3-0, but was it really a shock? You know, Man City losing to Tottenham was probably slightly more of a shock, but then again, Man City aren't having a good week. But I am going to go down for my shock of the week was Leicester Villa, because nowhere, I mean, I... Inacho scored a goal against Walsall. Normally, then he gets dropped. So that was the first thing that Rogers did that was out of character. Secondly, he played all the new starters from the start, or the new signings from the start. I'm like, wow. Secondly, he had a very attacking team that was, you know, again out of character. And we didn't play out from the back as much. And look what happened when Villa did. I mean, it was just the best performance. From Leicester, not just result, but the best performance of the season so far. The only problem is, obviously, next up is we've got the team that put six past us earlier in the season. So, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, th this was it, though. I mean, um, James says there, a thriller at, um, uh, thriller at Villa. Uh, massive three points for you guys. It was. But again, we saw, Steve, that we went behind twice. And we've seen teams, you know, you can't blame, I'm not going to blame Harry Suter for the own goal. Um, but 
how often have we not taken advantage this season of other teams' mistake? And yet, you know, we saw they tried to do, they've come very Leicester-esque in trying to play out from the back and it cost them. I can't see, um, and you see every week now, why clubs put themselves under so much pressure from playing from the back. Mm. Um, I don't think you get an advantage by, you know, playing from the back. And I think, you, you know, you put yourself under more pressure than you need to. But, um, you know, a great result for Leicester. absolutely loved it. But he, ha- he had to play the three because he's been moaning, you know, for the last few months that, you know, the, the quality wasn't good enough and the thing was not good enough and the board wasn't backing him. But they backed him. Backed him. He got his player, so he had to play him. Mm. And luckily, you know, because I don't want to get carried away too much. It's just one game, to be honest. Yeah. I think if we go on a run now with three or four, then you can say, great. But I think it might be a bit foolish and a bit scared to say we've turned the corner on just one result. But it yeah. was it was fresh to see. And, you know, um, Leicester done the same, I think, last season or the season before when they weren't doing well. And then Man United came to Leicester and they absolutely hammered them. Was it, I think it was a cup game, I think, was it? Well, uh, I'm not too sure. But if if they're playing the same again in three or four games down the line and they're doing really well, then you have to hold your hands up and say, great. But I don't really want it at the moment say that we've turned the corner. But it was refreshing. It was refreshing to see everybody, you know. But, but, yeah, I agree. I agree. But, Brad, I mean, we look at that and, you know, we've got Man City coming up. We've got Spurs coming up. Um, that was a game that we needed to win, especially the way the results were going, you know, elsewhere in the league, you know, with wins for teams below us. Uh, we, we did what we had to do for once. Yeah, for a change, considering our home form for what feels like the past year and a half has been atrocious away from home. Um, this was the opportunity because... You know, Spurs at home suddenly looks a bit more like a game we can get something out of. It's going to be difficult and it's not going to change. And we're probably still expecting to probably lose the game, but you feel a lot better than than what you do if you get beat by Villa after all these so-called improvements. Like like Steve said, he got the signings, he strengthened the areas, he brought in the competition, all the things that he said he wanted, he got. You know, he wanted them in the summer, but he got them. In, he got he got them for Chris, a late Christmas present. So he needed, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and he needed he needed them to go for. You know, Leicester fans were kind of looking at, at Brendan, going, "Okay, we for a gritted teeth, we stuck with you and kind of gone. You got we we're backing you because you're not getting sacked. Prove mm-hmm. that was the point, and we've got the win. It will count for naught if we then go and get beat badly by Tottenham." And Manchester United, but yeah. right now I'd still take a draw because Man United are in good form, and I don't really. I think anything that'll be a bonus game if we yeah. can get, if we can end the Villa result with a draw and go four points out of six. I think that's a successful return, especially when you say teams like <coughs> Nottingham Forest. Um, oh, sorry, I had something in my throat then. And other certain teams are starting to pick up results. We need to make sure we're picking up points as and when. It seems yeah. plausible. Yeah. Anthony is already getting the excuses in for going to have another bad week this week. Uh, carrying an injury today, <laughs> lifting up steel and felt something pop in my shoulder, overworked and underpaid in the building trade. 
Oh, tell me all about it. Please. Tell me all about it. <laughs> yes. But have you had your phone run over yet, Anthony? That is the question. <laughs> <laughs> and I was about to say Doug's adding some comedic value to the show, but then I realised he really wasn't. Uh, what do Tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? They are both Paris sites. Oh dear. As Doug would say, oh dear. You're not, it's not even worth shooting you for that one, but uh, let us uh, very, very quickly as well. The what wasn't a big surprise during the week was Manchester City getting done for FFB. Who knew? Uh, I'm not going to get into that tonight because we're going to be talking about that uh, on Friday in question time. I have a feeling it might take over the show, but just to say, I'm absolutely and utterly. And I've got to be careful what I say here because Facebook aren't liking my language on these shows. I have, uh, I'm annoyed, shall we say, because Leicester did their best not to go mad and overspend so that we didn't get into trouble. And it cost us a really bad start to the season. And yet Man City think they can just go and do what they want. Let's hope. I wouldn't mind if they got relegated, to be honest with you. I don't think you can take the titles off them because that's one, and that would just be a bit silly. But, you know, yeah, let's let's see them relegated. Let's see Man City dropped in the thing. Let's see let's see where Pep is then, shall we? Let's see where she they is. They won't get relegated, mate. No, they won't, just, I know, but I'd love to just see. Be it'll just be a fine. Yes. It'll be a fine and at worst, they'll get they'll get the Chelsea syndrome thrown up them. It'll be like, oh well, we're gonna wait and then we're gonna wait and then they'll mysteriously try and make a sit a sign in <laughs> Christian Pulisic, like not Chelsea did. Um and then magically they won't be able to do any transfers for a year, but really it'll only be ten months and then we'll everybody forget about we it. We all know we'll, we'll discuss it on Friday, nine o'clock. Uh, on uh, question time now, uh, Steve. I just want—I didn't want you to think that you were, you know. I didn't want to really sort of make you feel that bad that you know you're in third place out of three. In this, you know what's coming, don't you? In this prediction league, so I thought let's have a look at the foxes. We don't have a look at this enough. The ex foxes and Leicester till I die prediction league. There's eight of us. There's eight of us in that one. Surely, Steve. Surely you're going to be doing better. Uh, uh oh. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I say it as I see it, and then <laughs> that's got me into so much trouble all my life. But I'm not going to change. <laughs> this is the thing, isn't it? Uh, uh, yeah, we'll just leave. We'll just uh, we'll just that's that's gone up. Let's let's not let's not delve too much into that, shall we? Not. Um, what do them seven know about football? That's all I want to know. Sorry, what, sorry. What's those top seven above me know about football? That's what <laughs> I want to know. You can ring Jerry Taggart up and ask him, mate, because I ain't. <laughs> you beat Dennis Just Wise up on chance. But, uh, so, as it stands at the moment, Arsenal are top. They might just win it by default because Man City is so awful. Got to say, well done, Man United, in the middle of a rebuild, and they are third. Newcastle fourth. Tottenham, they're hanging about. They're like a sort of a a fart in a lift, you know, whatever level they're on, it's bad. But, you know, they are just <laughs> number three. You missed that one. But they're just either one thing or the other at the moment. Um, and Liverpool just stopping in the official official top ten. Uh, I can see them not getting Europe at all, to be honest with you. Uh, in the bottom half, it's still tight in the bottom. 
and I'm not going anywhere with that line. Uh, but Southampton look doomed, to be honest with you. They're doomed, I tell you. We're all doomed. Uh, again, for those of us of a certain age. Uh, Bournemouth. I've seen a lot of Bournemouth fans calling for Gary Neal to be sacked. So that'll be interesting. Uh, Everton, just about hanging on. Uh, be interesting again to see what Dyche can do. I think he'll be. I think he'll save them at the expense of Leeds, and I think those bottom three are the three to go down. Uh, only because I said that at the start of the season, uh, and I, you know me, I don't get smug if I'm if I'm right over anything. Leicester there, mm. <laughs> Leicester there in twenty first, but still, well, three points. But we, the thing that's working for in our favour is the fact that we have got the better goal difference of uh, all the teams in that bottom half. And just out of interest for this one, I know it's very small, but uh, watch it back on the full screen if you want, guys. But that is the form for the whole season. So you can see Arsenal there, they've only got a couple of reds. And then you look down at Southampton and they've only got three greens. So that's why they are there. But I just thought that that, that looked rather nice, I thought. So I'd pull that up. But guys, it is a prediction show. Let's get going. We've got 12 games to get through tonight. And it's a double header as Man United take on Leeds uh, on Wednesday night at eight o'clock. Yes, Anthony, um, I will <laughs> write yours down. Um, will Newcastle's draw stop them from getting top four? <sighs> Depends where they buy them from, I guess. You know, personally, I'm a Primark man. That's where I get all my draws from. Um, Never mind. <laughs> Beautiful. Can we end the season now, please, says Luke. Uh, sounds a bit like um, Donald Trump, doesn't he, there? End it now. Um, but let's have a look. Go on then, guys. Um, Steve, claim each other twice um, on Wednesday and then again on uh, Sunday, I believe it is. And uh, Man United, as I say, I've been impressed with Man United this season. I didn't expect them to do this well because of the fact of the rebuild. Um, might be a case that everybody else around them is sort of throwing points away, but you know you can only do what you can do as we did when we won it. Uh, Leeds, you know, what, what, we've suffered what we will now call the Brad curse. <laughs> they are they are managerless. Whether they will still be managerless going into um, this game or not, I don't know. But how do you see this one going? I think uh, on this one, because they've got rid of the manager, I'm not going to say it's going to make a big difference because I can't see Leeds changing uh, the way they've been playing lately. I think they're still going to go at teams. Uh, might be a bit more in a control manner, but you know, I don't know what a control manner is, to be honest. And I, and I, I like watching Leeds because it's unpredictable. You're entertained because you don't know if they're going to get ha hammered or they're going to win. Um, Man United have done brilliant over the last few weeks. He seems to be getting it right. I still think the defence is a bit of a weakness. And I think the only way you're going to um, beat Man United is, is to attack Man United. I think mm -hmm. if you go into the realms of parking the balls or trying to do possession football, you're going to get hurt along the way. So it, it all depends on Leeds, this one. Um because Man United have got the rhythm, they're going. But hmm. I'm going to go for a one-all draw on this one. I think Leeds are going to um, Leeds are going to stop them in the tracks. I think. Now you know the other way. You said you think I'm writing these results down wrong. 
<laughs> no. One, one you've gone for. Sort of reason on this one. <laughs> Brad, um, let's talk about Bielsa going back. Oh, God, please. You just took, you took one step backwards by hiring somebody worse than Bielsa somehow. You don't want to... Don't go back to the toxic ex-girlfriend that wouldn't bother to learn your family values and do anything your way and just wanted it all. No, don't do that, Leeds. Jesus Christ. You might as well, you might as well ask, ask Burnley if they want to swap with you now for the Premiership if you do that. Well, I was going to start this off by saying, good news, Leeds fans, you, you've got rid of the incompetent Jesse March. Bad news is it sounds like you're going back to your toxic ex. Um, I hope you don't. Personally, for you know, for Leeds fans, if they're in here watching and whatnot, or neutral fans watching back that like Leeds. Um, but unlike Steve, I'm not going to talk about how I don't think this will affect them, and then suddenly I'm going to predict the result. I think you normally see some form of natural bounce from a team, whether it's freedom or they just want to play a certain style that they feel was missing from the manager's instructions and go about their own business. They'll have a bit of freedom because they won't have anyone in charge. Uh, for the Wednesday fixture um, against them. Just not enough time. Might be someone sat in the stands if they're doing it really quickly, but it won't be won't be anything too dramatic. I think they'll huff and a puff, but there ain't no Sean Dyche at Everton moment here for them. They're going to lose 2-0. 2-0 to Man United. Um, Bamford has come out apparently and has been criticising Jesse Marsh's tactics. Um... Whether that's a, a nice thing to do or not, I don't know. But uh, there was obviously maybe more going wrong at that club than we um, than, than we think. Um, I can't. You see, normally you'd say, well, look, you know, yeah, they've sacked the manager. Yes, they made that bit of a bounce. You know, I mean, um, Bournemouth did just by using the, the you know, a, a standing manager. Burnley did when they, they sacked Dyche. Uh, but and I and I, but you'd always say like, well, you know, it's the they're playing Man United, you know, playing a top four side, and then you look at Everton taking on Arsenal, and that kind of blows it out the window. But I've got to agree with you. I don't know. I don't know where you come with that one, Steve. And you're going to remind me of this if it, if it is a draw. But I I am going three one to Manchester United. Um, I can't see Leeds. I think it's just the start of the decline. They only just stayed up last season, which is why I, I, I picked them to go down this season. They flattered to deceive. And uh, I think it's at Old Trafford as well. They, they've won six home games in a trot, have, um, have Man United. So uh, I think they'll keep it going with a 3-1. Um, let's go back and have a look at what people are saying. Uh Carlos Carabon has turned them down and signed a new deal at West Brom. Was he was he in for the Leeds job then, Doug? Um, I see he's just signed a new contract, but um, here we go. Anyway, so James has gone um, 4-0 to Manchester United. Uh, told you has agreed with me and has gone 3-1 to Manchester United. Uh, Shane has gone 3-0. Anthony has got, he's agreed with me as well, 3-1. My God, is it too late for me to change my mind? <laughs> no, Anthony's only doing that so he knows at least then if you get two points, he's guaranteed two points. He's, <laughs> he's, a desperate, he's a desperate man. 
a desperate man event, isn't he? In fairness, I think he'd written his down first, but I, I just think I just feel like I need to change it. I need to be cleansed. I think that's the thing. Uh, David has gone two uh, 0 to Man United. Um, Mike has gone four one to Man United, and they're all talking about Casemiro's red card. Um, Let's have a look if we've got any more scores in here. Uh, True Red has gone 3-0 to Manchester United. And Doug, wow. Uh, Doug has gone 5-1 Manchester United to beat Leeds. You think he's going to be a rout there? Well, we will see. We will see. Um, that is on Wednesday at 8 o'clock. It is not on any official... Um, uh, sites at you know channels at all, but I'm sure if you search, you might be able to find one. But it is not, it is not on the TV. Um, what is on the TV um, is West Ham against Chelsea. It's the early kickoff on Saturday, twelve thirty. It's on BT Sport, like I say. Um, West Ham, what a result for them last week, Steve. I mean, they needed that. Uh, it was El Sacchio, wasn't it? Have I got West Ham up there yet? No, I haven't, have I? There we go. Um, you know, getting a point at New... Sorry, last week wasn't. Sorry, last week they did well because they got that point at Newcastle. Well-deserved, I thought. Uh, they really went for it. I was surprised at that. They'd beaten Everton the week before, which probably wasn't the, the biggest surprise. Uh, but they'd lost to Wolves and could only draw with Leeds. Um, and... Chelsea couldn't get past Fulham after they spent all that money. Uh, couldn't get past Liverpool. They only beat Palace 1 0 and they lost to Fulham uh, in the first game 2 1. How do you see I this? Can't, I can't see Chelsea scoring. Um, you know, I think I said last week, and I think everybody else is saying the same thing. You're buying quality players, but they're not. Team players are not changing anything the way Chelsea play, and a lot of possession football. But I think they're losing, they're losing the killer touch, and I can't see the guy up front Havertz scoring more than two goals in a game or in a month. To be honest, the way he's playing at the moment. Mm. So West Ham, I think are going to win this one 0 West Ham. One 0 to West Ham. Uh, Doug, I don't know if you're still in. If you can get rid of that. Twitch bot at all. Um, I can't, I, I appear not to be able to. Um, but please, please do not follow any of these links that you see on, on Twitch. They're just guys coming in trying to sort of scam you and get money off you. So please do ignore that. I, it won't allow me to, uh, to get rid of it. So I don't know if anybody else can. Um, Brad, is this the start of a West Ham turnaround? I don't think so. I, th I think in a weird way, we, and we've said it a few times, really, and, and tongue-in-cheek with joking with a few West Ham fans, but they kind of mimic how we're doing. But I just I just don't sense it with West Ham. I think, you know, they, I think almost David Moyes has put the West Ham mentality to survival mode. I mean, great point against Newcastle, but we've said that about Newcastle. They weren't going to suddenly go in leaps and bounds and suddenly win the league and, and all this jazz because they're multi-billionaires. Um, they, they're going to take a season or two before they seriously start to compete. 
Uh, so they would, Newcastle are always going to drop points at random points in the season. Having said that, this is probably the perfect game because another manager who I've not spoke to be nice, I've not spoke so highly of him as a Chelsea manager as I did as a Brighton manager in in, in Graham. I'm not a wizard Potter. Um, I'm not going to put the mockers on him just yet because I've got me three seconds. That that that's that's kept me appetite going for now. That, are you? For now, my appetite. Me, me, me thirst has been quenched on the sackings and that and all that. You're me, 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 you are you? Bloody hell. I know, I know. But um you know, in all fairness, um I feel he's been a bit stitched up by the ownership. Um Potter has. I think he's been stitched up because he's not paid for any of these players. I don't think he's scouted or, re- or recommended any of these signs, but that that's a whole different topic for a different show. I think it might show on this one though, and I'm gonna say that West Ham always concede a goal, which is the only reason I'm not going to go for nil-nil. I'm going to go one-all. I just... Oh, there's something wrong with how Chelsea are trying to go about things. So, yeah. There is. There is totally. Um, you know, how the hell are they getting away with this, um, you know, FFP, well, we know by giving players 25-year contracts. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know what's going on. I mean, yeah, everything's going wrong at West Ham at the moment. Uh, I, I did say to them, they're almost like they're having a, a Leicester every season, but a season behind us. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't think they're going to go down, but I think they are going to struggle this season, like we did that last season. Chelsea, I can't see Potter being there at the start of next season. Um, he might stay till next season if he doesn't get him Europe. And I know it's not Abramovich anymore, but I can't see Bowie. I didn't see it appears that the owner doesn't even trust him to buy his own players. So, you know, and you're giving, you're giving some of these players seven, eight year contracts. Well, when the new manager comes in, what if he says, Well, that player that you, that you paid 140 million pounds for doesn't fit into my style of play? Mm. And then you've got like, Where you hell? Is he going? How are we going to get him off the wage bill? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, Chelsea are just in self-destruct mode. Typical Americans—they're going to do something bigger than you and all that shit. That said, <coughs> they should beat West Ham. I'm going. I'm going to make it a full house because I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go one nil to Chelsea because I think somehow they'll just manage to sneak this, um, which they always just seem to do. Um, on that one, um, let's have a look. Chelsea to win 2 1, says Jeff. Uh, James has gone 1 0 to West Ham. Ooh, Doug has gone 2 1 to West Ham. Uh, told you, bro, has agreed with you. Uh, Brad has gone 1 1. Mike's gone 2 1 to Chelsea. Finally, somebody's agreeing with me. David's definitely agreeing with me. 1 0 to Chelsea. Uh, West Ham 1, Chelsea 1, says Shane. Um, West Ham 2-0 says uh, True Red uh, Doug, I, I didn't realise I don't even know how to make somebody a mod on Twitch so I'll have a look uh, afterwards but do appreciate your comment, thank you mate uh, if you don't mind being a mod I'll add you on there as well uh, Shane, has, uh, oh it's 2-1 to Sheffield United now <laughs> yeah. Shane's yeah. got 2-1 Sheffield United 3-1 yeah. now 3-1 oh, Dreams yeah, over scored, yeah, They scored think... two goals in after time Yeah um, it's a shame. Anthony's gone one nil. Oh, God, he's agreed with me again. 
God save <laughs> Anthony. I'm going to ban you. <laughs> put, him a, put him on a timeout. Put him on a timeout. He needs to, he needs to stop the copying homework. Yes, he does. He needs. Talk is Luca Enrique has been approached by Bohey, really? Wow. Um, Chambers just then was yet yeah, 3-1. And yet, yeah, Doug, thank you very much for that. So I'm going to I'm going to check Anthony's score next, and I'm going to go for something completely different. Um, Arsenal Brentford. I mean, Steve, it was a shock loss for them last week. Uh, I don't think anybody was expecting it. We none of us three certainly were. Um, but I, I I put that down to it was away. It was Everton that got the the new manager effect. Blah blah blah. Um, I can see Brentford. I mean, they're having a good season. They're having a good season. Um, normally, I, I do. I want to go first one this one. You've disagreed with me, Anthony. Thank God for that. It was close though. But I'm going to go first and think that Brentford will put up a good fight. But I'm going to go two-one to Arsenal on this one. Uh, Anthony has gone two-nil to Arsenal. Um, so thankfully we don't agree. <laughs> uh, Steve, Arsenal to get things back on track. No, I'm, I've I've had my uh, nice few weeks being nice for them now, um, but <laughs> the way things are going now, uh, I'm going back to my old self, and I'm going to say, right, Brentford, the way you're playing, you're going to uh, ruin the party, and I think you're going to win one nil. One nil to Brentford. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. I am. Do you want to just chat? I'll show you my homework at the end so you can check how I'm writing down your predictions. <laughs> uh, could be a tight one, though, this, Brad. I mean, none of us have gone for sort of a, a huge um, win for either side. Um, yeah, I mean, along with a couple of other teams, probably Brighton and Fulham, we're, we all keep expecting Brentford to sort of have fallen away to this point. Not not dramatically fallen away, but you know, they'd, they'd stop getting these results against the Liverpool's, Chelsea's, etc. And they'd be back about down in tenth and eleventh and they'd be fair, they'd be very safe, steady eddies. But they're not. They keep finding ways to win. They keep doing well. And this is going to be you know, Everton was a shock, and you can you can say that was a one off a free result for Arsenal the way they've been this season and, and write it off. Um, but you'll be wanting to make sure they get the, the win here. And I, I'm a little bit torn on this because the status quo says Arsenal win. And I think if this was at Brentford, I'd be going for something a little bit more dramatic. I just, this is very tough. So I even got to pit last, and I'm still I'm still stuck on this result. This is like tuning next week to find out which one Brat goes for. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I'm going to go 2-1 Arsenal, but I can really see Brentford nicking a point here. But I'm going to stick with my original idea and I'm going to... My original thought. And I am going to edge it to Arsenal 2-1. So are you agreeing with me? Oof. Yeah, because I can't agree with Anthony. That's just one point a week, isn't it? <laughs> I know. No, nobody wants to agree with Anthony. Not even Steve wants to agree. <laughs> I'm not going to match up with that loser. <laughs> one point. <laughs> one, one point, Ant. That was what you're going to call him, Brad, wasn't it? <laughs> one point, <Ant. laughs> Yes, one point, Ant. That's what, that, that's what our finger self is all about, wasn't it, Chris? <laughs> Do you, by any chance... When you say the finger selfie, do you mean that? Oh, yeah, yeah, that one, that one. Finger, finger. Well, it probably better be, otherwise that might be the reason you keep getting banned on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) That is very true, sir. That is very true. You remember that, a finger of food, you just enough to give your wife a treat. Well, it wasn't wife, but you know what I mean. Anyway, we're going down valleys here that I don't want to go into. Um, so Anthony's gone 2 0 uh, to the arse. Uh, James, uh, sorry, Mike has gone Gunners to win 4 2. Uh, James has gone 2 1 to Brentford. Uh, Jeff has gone 2 0 to Arsenal. Shane, 2 1 Brentford. Uh, Tolja has gone 3 0 Brentford. Uh, Doug has gone 2 0. Uh, Steve, how could you? True Red Luke has gone 2 1 to Arsenal. Um, Burnley apparently have just taken the lead. Uh, as a Palace, was a player? I don't know. You're ahead of me, I think, aren't you? There with that one. Uh, <laughs> Chris had his tongue out. <laughs> don't go there. Okay, so um, that is uh, Arsenal Brentford. Now, talk talk about derbies. To say that they're not acting on each other's doorsteps, this one carries quite a bit of um, quite a bit of an edge to it. Crystal Palace hosting Brighton and Hove Albion. Um, let's have a look how these teams are, are doing. Crystal Palace lost, unlucky to lose, I think, Vernis to Manchester United two one. But they drew with Newcastle, which you know, I think when you look at Newcastle this season, you've got to see that as a good. Uh, point. But before that, the first game against Man United, they drew 1-1. They only lost 1-0 to Chelsea, but Tottenham did beat them 4-0. Uh, Brighton beat Bournemouth. Of course, could only... And I say only beat Leicester, and I don't mean that patronisingly, but when you come to think how they stuffed us in the first game, that was actually quite a good result for us. They stuffed Liverpool, sorry, Doug, 3-0. Uh, they stuffed... Everton 4-1, but former Q here, guys. Uh, but they did lose to Arsenal 4-2. It's a, again, I always think with derbies, are there difficult ones to call, Steve? Um, 
I don't know, to be honest, nowadays, because I don't think a derby is a derby with uh, no contact in the game. But um, you like to see a couple of broken legs, do you? And limbs flying about, no, <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> you can't beat it. You can't beat it. You know, because I've been watching the games again over the weekend, and it's embarrassing when they show it in slow motion when they go down. You think, oh my god, what's the matter with you? But you know, I can't see anybody kicking. Point, Steve, I noticed the other day, like there's so many players that somehow, and it started in the World Cup. But there seems to be a lot of players standing on other players' feet. Uh, and not only that, the shin pads seem to be getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Maybe if they had bigger shin pads, they wouldn't get hurt so much. I don't think they need shin pads anymore. I think they need just uh, diver's boots. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Even the fans now, when they, when you say it's a local derby, I don't think you look to um, the games now as you did uh, a few years gone by, like as a you know a derby derby because yeah they're, they're not the same. But going on this game, I think just looking at the recent results, I think Palace are due a win, and I think um, I think they're going to win this one two nil. Two nil. Oh, controversial. Um... 2-0. I'm just mate, guys, I'm writing that down. 2-0 to yeah. Palace. I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll this week. I'm gonna smash it. <laughs> Says that every week. Um <laughs> uh, Brad. Um see, I know people will say all oh, Palace are unlucky. Um, and you would think that same two one scoreline, you, you could argue the red card help them get back into the game. But let's face it, if you ever see the words Jeffrey and Schlupp as a goal scorer, you know he either scuffed it or he didn't mean it. So yeah. I guess what? He really didn't mean it. He just the ball just sort of hit him and it went in. But they could have got something, it changed the complexity. I've, I've said this about Vieira. I think he's probably one of, he is the literal only definition of a manager that's landed on his feet in the Premiership from being a player making that transition because Palace are just a little bit more exciting to watch but still predictable where they're going to end up and that's between 10th and 13th, let's face it. Brighton just never seem to be able to drop points, do they? They play Liverpool, well, they beat them. They can't score against whoever it was they played last week. Um, was it Bournemouth? Oh, Bournemouth, no. sorry. Yeah, I'm getting the two. Yeah, Bournemouth. Yeah. yeah. And then they found a way to break the deadlock there. That that Minamoto or whatever. Uh, I'm trying to not butcher Rick names Rick, there. But yeah. yeah, he looks phenomenal. Uh, yeah. He's always finding a way to score. And, you know, considering they kind of got a little bit butchered during the summer and a little bit in the winter transfer window, they still find a way to do results. And I think they're going to do it here. And I think they're going to do it style. And I think they're going to win three now. Brighton, that is just to confirm. In case you couldn't talk, talk about who I was peacocking there in their team performance, that's definitely 3 0 Brighton. I've come yeah, I gathered. I kind of saw the way that was going. Um, just sat on the fence, mate. Just wanted to clarify. Patrick <laughs> is sat there at the moment. And you go, my God, thank God for that. And the one ex player manager in the Premier League that Brad's not destroyed this season. And they got, <laughs> yeah. safe, they got safe for another week. Look, we all know. The, whoever wins the Premier League is going to win manager of the season. I don't think that's fair. And I don't think that that 
Yes, when Leicester did it, of course, I agree with that. Not just because it's Leicester, but because it was so unexpected. But when Man United win it, do they deserve to, you know, does Alex Ferguson deserve to be, you know, manager of the season? Should Chelsea do it? Does Potter, because of the money he spent? I think the guy at Brighton is doing an absolutely fantastic job. They're sixth in the table. Like you said, the, the transition from Potter to um, Del Zebra, it, it's like it was just sort of merged. You wouldn't even notice the difference. And like you said, Brad, you know, they've lost some good players, and yet they're still up there. You know, I mean, Tottenham are actually above them, but they've played two games more. And, you know, if Brighton were to win those two games, that would put them back on level points with Newcastle. I can see Brighton, well, Brighton, Brentford, Fulham all fighting for that place and looking forward, no disrespect, Doug, but looking forward to, you know, one of those teams knocking either Chelsea or Liverpool out of those European places. Uh, for me, Desebri is doing an absolutely fantastic job and I am going to agree with you, Brad, but not on the score. I'm going to go 2-0 to Brighton. Um, and long may it, long may it, you know, I mean, they, they, they beat us, you know, you could argue that, you know, it could have been more, uh, but we did well against them in the return. But I just like, I like to see these clubs come and do well. And when you think where, I mean, Newcastle fans are sort of, oh, woe is me and all the, you know, bad times we've had under Ashley. Yeah, okay, you did, but you never had anything as bad as Brighton. You know, you weren't playing football at a local athletics field, you know, with an athletics track around uh, around the edge. You know, it it's I just I just I just love the Brighton story. I really, really do. Uh, so yeah, I've gone two nil. Um so Jeff went Palace one, Brighton one. Uh Mike has gone Palace one, Brighton two. Big Ant has gone three two to Brighton. Um, he's expecting a goal fest. Um, don't know where those two. Oh no, three. Yes, three two Brighton. I don't know where those two Palace goals are coming from. Schlop uh, told you it has gone Palace two Brighton three. James has gone Crystal Palace one Brighton three. Shane has gone Palace one Brighton three. True Red's gone one nil Brighton. Uh, Doug has gone one one. It always ends in a draw. And flippers. Do you remember Flipper on the TV? There's like a, a glut of animal programs during that era. That and Skippy and oh anyway, I, I am going off skew again. Uh, nearly said two-two dog for that reason, but went for another Mithamina late goal. Um let's just have a look. Two-nil. Oh. You you're getting ahead of me here, Jeff. Wait till I, you want a different I know you're on a different time zone, but let me catch up. And can I just say, Anthony, when you put three two Brighton like that, right? Don't be thinking if Palace win three two that you're gonna come back to me and say, Ah, yeah, but I put the Palace score first and the two was applying to Brighton. That you're not getting away with, sir. You're not getting away. <laughs> not that I think you would do that at all, Anthony. Not bloody much. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Fulham Forest. Oh, where to go with this one? Um, third place. Pick me. Pick me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Fulham sat in ninth, but Forest up in thirteenth. Uh, they beat 
let's be honest with you, when you get whenever you get a manager a sack that says how how the team's played. Uh we've been there often enough when we've got managers for the team sack. Forest, I didn't think they'd go down, but they're doing well. Like Luke said earlier, stop the season. Um but Fulham drew with Chelsea, uh only lost one nil to Tottenham, only lost one nil to Newcastle, but beat Chelsea in the previous game two one. Uh, and of course, beat us one nil. Uh, Forest beat Leeds, drew with Bournemouth, beat another East Midlands team two nil. Uh, beat Southampton one nil and drew with Chelsea. So, is it going to be again? I think another tight one, Steve. Yep, small pitch. Uh, a team that's playing incredibly well. Uh, to be honest, I like watching Fulham at the moment. Um, but Forest, you know, I've got a sneaky feeling because they get more direct. Whenever I think about Forest, but usually it's yeah. diarrhea. <laughs> they're getting more direct now, and they're looking all right going forward. I think. Um, so I'm going to upset you. I think I'm going to go one nil Forest. I, 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 I don't believe it. I don't. I mean, I just don't know what to say to you, Steve. You know, I try to like you. I understand the Tottenham and I understand the Spurs thing, but I just sometimes you 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 leave me you leave me speechless. Oh, behave. It could be reverse psychology. You not you don't know. But... No, you didn't say that. That only counts when you actually no, say reverse not. psychology. So I'm one nil to Forest. <laughs> you may have lost a fan in Anthony, but you've won a fan in Luke. Brad, I know you're not going to go silly on me. No, no, don't don't be so daft. Like I do such thing. Luke, cover your ears. Luke, just cover your ears, mute the video, because you're not going to like what I say. So, you know, here we go. Fulham have impressed me. Fulham have done really well this season. We all thought Fulham were going to do what they do every year. It's not learn from the mistakes, but they're doing really, really well. And it's at home. And Forrest might know how to score goals, but they ain't getting any. 5-0 Fulham. Wow! <laughs> oh, I'm doing a Steve. I'm just going really angry towards Forest because I'm sick of seeing them get points, <laughs> and I really, really want to be right at the end of the season when when Forest go back down to the Championship. And if they keep picking up points, that ain't gonna happen. So come on, come on, Fulham, sort it out. I don't believe it, but I'd love it to be true. I love it. I know. So going... Well. Well, if, if Man City are getting investigated for the financial fair play, surely Nottingham Forest have to be investigated for registering 752 players this year. So <laughs> it's only fair that they suffer a beating. Oh, dear. I haven't saved it, but I, that, that what I did last week, it did make me chuckle, the old uh, queue for the Nottingham Forest players lounge from the old... <laughs> you should see the queue for the gents. Um... I agree. I I was actually going to go one one on this one, but unlike Steve, I do sort of you know retain some loyalty to Leicester. Sorry, Steve. Um, I I I don't want them to win. I don't want them to get a point. I'm going three one Fulham. 
I couldn't. I wrote one one down and realized I was being just absolutely. And thank you, Steve, because you made me see the error of my ways. <laughs> That's what Steve's here for. He's, he doesn't really care about the predictions. He's just here for he's, he's here to help nurse our egos. That's what he <laughs> is, isn't it? So he's charitable as that, Steve. He's, you know, he's, he is a football counsellor. Did you know that? Uh, Jeff, this is, this is the only way I'm going to get points. He's going against you two all the time, Steve. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, do, 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 do. <laughs> Steve, he's reading it wrong again. Uh, <laughs> Mike's gone trees one, Fulham three. Uh, one nil to Fulham says, Told you, here they all come. Uh, Satin 13th and above Leicester. Yes, you are, but I mean, you know, if we look at the old, um, the old goal difference, 18 goals you've let in. Well, 18 goals more than you've scored. Oh, that's worth a point. Um, mm. Jeff's gone. Sorry, preparing breakfast and predicting when I passed by the phone. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Can't argue with that. I doubt that you're in the Philippines that you're going to have a full English. But uh, Anthony's gone 2 0 to Fulham. See, I knew he couldn't copy my own work for an extreme. That's why I did it really as well. <laughs> and and uh, Doug's agreed with him. You mad fool, Doug. He got one point last week. Uh, James was gone for my original thought of a 1-1 draw. Um, Fulham, yes, they should have beaten Chelsea. You're quite right. 2-2, says Shane. Um, legend Steve. <laughs> uh, he, he just likes to buy friends, does Steve. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we don't care who we upset, Brad and me. <laughs> uh, well, at least until the court orders come through. Well, this is true. This is true. But interesting now, interesting. Luke, the big Forest fan, has only gone 1-1. One, one. Bottled it. Mm -hmm. now, Sorry, that Sorry, Luke. <laughs> I've got to say, can you imagine singing that song for Forest? Like, there was 495 green bottles sitting on the wall. <laughs> right, I think I know which way Steve... I might be able to pull Steve back with this one. Leicester City hosting Spurs, Steve. 2 0. Leicester. 2 0 to Leicester. Go Do you on. know what? I was waiting for Steve not to say anything. So if it finished 2 0 to Spurs, he could say, I never said which team. I'm not going for the reverse psychology. I just want them 2 0 and kick the crap out of them all for the 90 minutes, especially Kane. So you 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 haven't uh, you haven't gone through you have gone two 0 to Leicester haven't you? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah you have. Yeah, we're going to lose, Brad. We're going to lose. Um, no, no, no. We're going to hammer him <laughs> and you're going to kill him. Easy. <laughs> oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Um, six two last time. <laughs> I mean, what what is happening with with Spurs season? I mean, beat beat Manchester City one nil. Uh, beat Fulham 1-0, lost to Manchester City 4-2, lost to Arsenal 2-0, well done, Anthony, uh, beat, beat Palace 4-0. And we know sort of we've had a couple of good results uh, finally. Um, although we did all right when we played Liverpool, you know, we had to give them the goals. And apparently, I didn't realise this, but since the World Cup, Liverpool's top scorer is Valt Faze. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that's embarrassingly funny. And I'm sure Doug is sick of hearing it and praying that his Liverpool side can score a few goals so he can stop getting told that by everybody. It's not can just you imagine, fans, but... imagine the award ceremony at the end of the year? <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to welcome our top scorer all the way from Leicester. <laughs> it's sent to that wild face. It's got stars in your eyes to light, to light off you. I'm going to be Liverpool's top scorer. <laughs> can we get anything from this? We can if we play the way we did against Villa. Um, look, let, let's get let's get the biggest elephant out of the room, and I don't mean size. I mean because he probably dribbles as much as one. We know Harry Kane's going to score. It's customary. It's like it's ingrained. It's like it's ingrained in his sixty-five-year Spurs contract that he has to score past Leicester. And I don't know. Maybe we get paid off by Spurs for letting it happen because it always happens, doesn't it, Chris? He must have. More, I think he actually has more goals than he has games against us, uh, does Kane. Um, so if you include his goal into my calculations, Leicester win 4-2. Okay. I think we're going to go back-to-back with results. Because we know Kane's going to score, whether it's one or two. But I think, well, I genuinely can win. I genuinely think that. I was watching social media and obviously Kane's just won this award. He's my biggest goal scorer ever at Tottenham or something. And he's there's a meme going around where he's holding this shirt with 300 on and he's he's kissing it and he's you know the meme comes up at the bottom, not bad for a one-hit wonder, which I presume somebody called him once. And I just don't like him. But when he plays for England, obviously I love the guy, <laughs> you know. But yes, you've got to say, I think he's gonna get one. Uh, I think Son will score as well. Uh, yeah. Um, but I can't go against my team. Um, I'm going to go 3-2 to Leicester. I think it'll be a humdinger of a game. If Brendan doesn't do what Brendan always does and has a tinker. That's very true. Very yeah. true. That's what it really depends on, doesn't it? If Brendan's going to do it or not. I mean, he surprised us last week with the team he picked and the formation, you know, the way he played, no defensive midfielder. He went for it. But this is Tottenham. Will he think like, will he show the game, go back to, well, I'll show him too much respect. I'm going to play three defensive midfielders. <laughs> and so we are six, six centre backs and yeah. one up front. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> goalkeeper. We're going to play. Uh... An eight one one, <coughs> excuse me. So yeah, it is all all into his hands, definitely. Um, right, let's have a look here. Uh, Anthony says two one to Tottenham. Always knew you were a Tottenham fan, Anthony. Always knew it. You pretend yeah. to be Arsenal, and you try and throw us off the scent by saying that you know you like Southampton and and Bristol City. I'm going to clip that because you, young man, are a true Tottenham fan. Yeah, Tottenham's in his blood. You can tell it. Well, he he bottles everything. I've heard his bottling predictions on this one. I heard his bottling predictions on Dan's show. So maybe the truth's finally coming out, Matt Anthony. Is that is that is that what we're seeing? (laughs) You're all spursy. What what is the what is um, Tottenham Hotspurs symbol? Well, it, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that because you'll clip it. You'll clip no, 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 it. No, no, no. Well, I'll say it. I'll say it. It's a cock. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, sum that up well there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying Anthony's one, but, well, if the cap fits... Uh, <laughs> James has gone. <laughs> love you, Ant. James has gone two one to Leicester. Love you, James. Love you. You say uh, a good yeah. old. Is is one of the one of the few scousers we like. J James is only saying that because he knows how much you're gonna be nice about Everton this week because there's no Lampard there. <laughs> yes. Told you's gone two one. Shane's gone at the same, but to Fulham. Jeff mid 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 breakfast has got uh, Leicester to win three one. Doug's trying to be funny. I'm not even going to put that up, Doug. I'm going to come mm. to your pop score later. Leicester won Spurs 3, says Luke. Yeah, whatever, Luke. Um, uh, I can see Luke. Yeah, he is going to be played in a minute. Uh, <laughs> City 2 1, says Mike. Uh, if Brendan gets his leg over on Friday night, we'll be okay. Um, <laughs> came inside it is a very good drink. <laughs> No, but yes. Um, I, Doug, for that, what, what should we give him? Hmm. I don't think he deserves the Liam. I'm just going to give him. <laughs> oh, all, all of them options above, and I don't doubt too for that one. Yes. Um, Chris, stop it. The, the missus is winking at me with that picture. <laughs> oh, she's been, she's been to buy you Viagra for the week, has she, mate? <laughs> <laughs> right. Moving on quickly. Oh, dog, you'll get me into trouble. That's um, a voice. Yeah. Next game, Southampton Wolves. Oh, man, I just... I mean, Southampton are going down, aren't they, Steve? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think they are. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's hard. It's just it's a funny season. Funny season. Yeah. You know, you're looking at the table now, and I think anybody from twelve down can get down at the moment. So, uh, oh god, I predicted last week that Wolves would never score more than one goal, and they go and bloody score three. So, um, Wolves are a good draw specialist. Southampton, I'm, I'm just going to do it because Southampton's having a bad time. I'm going to say Southampton's going to win 2 1. Two, oof. Say that again. 2 1 to Southampton just because they've been having a bad time. Just so that you know, just in case you say that I'm doing it the wrong way around again. 2 1. I'm going to surprise you this week. I'm telling you, I'm going to surprise you this week. <laughs> You've been saying that for 20 weeks. <laughs> I know, yeah, but it's got, to come, it's got to come true one weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's all about true. simulation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you do well by not coming on after his result <laughs> last week. Um, Wolves were down and down and out at one point, weren't they, Brad? But they've turned it round. Um now, Doug did actually have a, have a... I think he said uh, it was going to be a higher win than his a proper 3-1 uh, for Spurs over Leicester. So, I'm not going to mention the fact that Wolves' last outing was against Liverpool and they beat them 3-0. Um, but I'm going to. Liverpool beat them 3-0 in the last time out. Uh, how often more can I say that? Wolves won 3-1 
uh, in the last game. In fact, just to say it and look at it from a different way, Liverpool lost 3-0 to Wolves last time out. So, Klopp's got to go, hasn't he? Well, I mean, I know Doug will argue yeah. fiercely into it. And, and it's probably the only thing we can compare between Leicester and Liverpool with their managers is they're both at that bracket of year which people connect with the rich, don't they? It's a seven-year yeah. rich for Klopp. It's uh, supposed to be the four-year rich for Brendan with, with us at Leicester. And, you know, how, how both clubs end could depend on which one's actually left on the job at the end of the season. I don't think he'll get sacked. I think he'll walk next season. And I would not be surprised if he's offered an off, off, offered the opportunity to potentially, um, you know, return to Germany um, with somebody, course, maybe. You know, they might turn it around. They might get Europe and purely for the fact that Manchester City are relegated. So it moves everybody up one. Um, well, yeah. Really but anyway, going back to Wolves, Wolves, Southampton. I mean, um, to me, this is, like I say, Southampton are dead and buried. Yeah, they, they are. Um if there's any Southampton fans that are suddenly hearing the Jaws music, I've already stated it once and I'll state it again. Nathan Jones, after your press conference at the weekend, you're next. You're next on my list to just cross off in prediction how your manager's going to go because that Nathan Jones, if, 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 I am saying his name right here, aren't I? It is Nathan Jones. Thank you. You know, yeah. It's not Tom Jones, because he'd do a better Anthony, job, wouldn't he, Tom Anthony. Jones? <laughs> well, he's used to well, playing on the green, green grass of home, isn't he? <laughs> but no, <laughs> ser seriously, I mean, there's, there's tongue-in-cheek calling a team a one-man team, and then there's literally realising it isn't even Southampton Wolves are playing, it's Ward Prowse FC, because he's the only one that's got a competent bit of skill about him, it seems, at this moment. Um but when a manager comes out and base and literally admits that he's been giving in to the players' demands and not stamping his authority, they ain't going to listen to you now, kid. They ain't going to listen to you now. They know they've been able to mug you off for six weeks. Why the hell would they listen to you now? Whereas Wolves have replaced their boring structural manager in large and got this manager in who's got the motor in. And you knew the talent was there at Wolves. Unlike Southampton, the, the in-depth talent isn't there. And I think Wolves' resurgence continues. And if this isn't the sacking, it's the start of an onward sign for Southampton fans because this is going to be another beating. And I'm going to Wolves to win this game by three goals to nil. Three nil. I agree with you. Um, sorry, Southampton fans. And I can't believe I'm actually predicting both Southampton and Bournemouth to go down because they're both my local teams. <laughs> so I would get a chance to possibly watch Leicester. But... Yeah, you've been there or thereabouts. I'm going 2 0 to Wolves. Uh, I can't see Southampton getting much between now and the rest of the season, to be honest with you. Uh, James has gone 2 0 to Wolves, agrees with me, as he needs a shade. Uh, Doug's gone 1 0 to Wolves. Uh, Mike's gone 3 1 to Wolves. Uh, Tolja's gone 1 1. My Jeff's gone 1 1. Uh, Anton Lee is going to wear his lucky Southampton top. Uh, he's gone one. Southampton lost there. Luke's gone two nil as well to Wolves. But uh, just to confirm, guys, uh, today's FA Cup, the teams through to the next round are uh, Burnley, who beat Leeds two one. 
No, they didn't. They beat Ipswich 2-1. So I've got Leeds on my brain now. Burnley beat uh, Ipswich 2-1. So they are through. Fleetwood have beaten Sheffield Wednesday 1-0. Oh, that's who they'll play then, Burnley. Yeah. yeah. Grimsby are playing, have beaten Luton 3 0. Uh, nothing happened much in the second half. As I say, Sheffield United, and I don't mean bad when I say unfortunately, but uh, Wrexham are out. Uh, I mean, Sheffield United beating them 3 uh, 1. Grimsby, Grimsby have actually got Southampton in the next round. So that's their FA Cup run over as well. Um, sorry, Southampton. Uh, next up, Steve, uh, Bournemouth hosting Newcastle again. I've got to be honest with you. Um, I can't see, can't see them getting anything from this Bournemouth. I think the little ground's gonna not favor Newcastle. I think okay. they, I think they prefer a bigger pitch. I think they. They need space, Newcastle. I don't think um, at the moment, when it's tight, tight, they can break teams down. So I thought I'm going to go for another draw. I think I'm going to go for a one-one one draw. Just uh, just be my witness, Brad. <laughs> be my witness. I am your witness. Don't you worry, Chris. I've yeah. got your back. It's, yeah, my week. it's my week this week. You watch. <laughs> so, how much have you had to drink, Steve? <laughs> I'm going to claw back about 15 points this week. You'll still be 20 behind. Sorry, Steve. Do I get you back for that, uh, that infamous Bradley comment that you made last week? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Steve. You're my favourite fox. Did I ever tell you that? No, 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 not buying it, not buying it. I'll buy your pint. <laughs> More than a bloody pint, I think. Play <laughs> the, uh, the Neeson one. The Liam Neeson one. Oh, yeah, I think I deserve that for that. I yeah. think I deserve <laughs> I warranted that one. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. But then again, Steve, I've just found this for you. You are the weakest link, goodbye. We're close to each other on the, on my playlist. Um, <laughs> well, somehow Bournemouth are going to get a draw at Newcastle, Brad. Agreeing? Yes. There's always a possibility. <laughs> well, I said that in Steve's voice, that. That's not, I'm getting good at this for interlocuism. Um, I mean, there's always a possibility. Like I said, Newcastle this season, look, you're going to have an amazing season. You're in a final, whether you win it or not. Regardless, you've made a, a cup final. Um, you're having a great season. You're probably going to get Europe of some form, no doubt. Um, but they are going to drop points. We've talked about it with a few managers already this show. I think Bournemouth missed a trick. When they were on that red-hot run under Gary O'Neill, they should have appointed him. I think the fact that the board didn't trust it to continue, and then when it did, kind of realised, oh, maybe we've missed that boat, and they started losing a few games. They panicked and offered him the contract before it got worse, and it hasn't really worked with Bournemouth. Um, I think... You know, all joking aside, I think Steve's got a slight chance here of actually, you know, Bournemouth strangling the game uh, and only conceding two goals. 
Chris, don't uh, worry. Don't worry. I wasn't, I wasn't going all in there. Thinking, my God, he, he's got to you. Wait, I think I think call the police, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've just got a, I've just got a funny feeling that if he's fit to play, Callum Wilson's going to come back and haunt, haunt Bournemouth, um, mm. being a formal player. And I think th- they'll put up a fight, but I think two late goals, Newcastle will win this two nil. But Steve will be cheering for about seventy minutes, thinking he's got three points. <laughs> How can he get three points? He's gone for one one. Well, I don't know. See, because you forget, he said one all. Then be telling you, saying, "I said nil, nil." Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the five thirty kickoff on Sky um, on the Saturday night. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with one of you two. Guess which one? Yes, well done, Chris. Well done. Mate. Um, Some say mad, some say disillusional, Steve, but I've always said you're a nice guy. Um, (laughs) I've actually gone, um, I'm obviously obviously agreeing with Brad here, Uh, and I think it'll be 3 0. I really do. And the interesting thing is that you've got Newcastle playing Manchester United in the Fizzy Pop Cup, and it doesn't really matter because if both of them finish in the top four, one of them's going to get into Europe that way anyway. And I don't know what I don't know what's going to happen because if they both get into the Champions League, neither of them are going to want to drop down into the Europa League, which is what the League Cup gives you. So, do they have a playoff then between Southampton and Forest? Oh, can you imagine Forest getting into the? Oh God! Now, does doesn't it doesn't it go down to league position if a club? I think if a club wins it. They get the European qualification, but if they automatically get the, the, the grade above, it goes to league. I'm not sure with this Europa conference if that has malfangled it, but that used to be how it happened. Yeah. No, I think it, no, I was joking. It is. How no, it but that would be funny, wouldn't it? Because they'd, they'd lose about 7-0 for us, and that's in the first half. Yeah. yeah. You have just ruined my joke, but thank you very much. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was being politically correct for a change. <laughs> um, just when we thought that we'd got the two worst predictors in the um, in the in the show with Steve and Anthony, uh, Dan pops in uh, just to show that there were worst predictors out there at all. Well done, sir, at getting through against uh, Ipswich. Apparently, George Hurst uh, is he on loan at Ipswich? I think isn't he? Um, yes. Scored the goal. Um, good Leicester player. Go on, George. Um, anyway, Jeff has gone 2-0 to Newcastle. Uh, 5-0 to Newcastle, says Shane. Whoa. Uh, oh, Anthony says, Chris, I won my bet on tonight's football, £225. Well, it's a good job we didn't put the bet on your predictions last week, wasn't it? You'd have lost <laughs> more than you won. Uh, Bournemouth nil, Newcastle 3, says James. Cherries to lose 3-1, says Mike. 3-0, says Anthony. Coist agreed with me again. Oh. Yeah. Well, it, was, it, it was nice being level on points, weren't it, Chris? It was. It was. <laughs> uh, Newcastle, 2-0, says Doug. Uh, Luke's gone the same. And told you has gone 2-1. Um, oh, dear. I'm not even going to read that one out. I'm not. No, just dog, 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 dog. Right, do, do us all a favour. Put yourself on a timeout. Put your phone down and go and sit on a naughty step and think about what you've just done. 
<laughs> these joke standards are just they're just getting to a limit now, Doug. Right? This just come on, come on. Actually, I do actually know a very interesting cherry fact. Because of course we're talking Bournemouth, of course, so it is quite apt. Um, is that that is why elephants paint their toenails red so that they can hide in cherry trees? You didn't know that, did you? I mean, Steve, have you ever seen an elephant in a cherry tree? Um, no, you haven't, have you? No, not, not around this particular the woods. I've seen quite no. a few different things like, but shows how well it works, though, doesn't it? I want to know how the cherry got in the lift. <laughs> it was pipped to the post for the stairs. I oh, for God's sake! I knew that was coming as well, and I still. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving I don't on. need to go to the doctors to figure out why I get migraines, do I? <laughs> <laughs> of course, the other elephants that don't paint the toenails red paint their toenails yellow, basically so they can hide upside down in custard. And again, if you've never seen an elephant upside down in custard, it proves it works. Moving on, moving on. Second time they're going to be played within, within the week, Leeds, uh, Manchester United. Don't need to have a long chat about this because we did in the first game. Uh, how do you um, how do you see it? Well, depending on how Leeds got in the first game, mm. uh, shall I go for it and do what? Yeah, I'm going to go for it. One nil Leeds. Oof. Okay. I've, got I've got to get the points from somewhere. So. It's so why do you keep going for Leeds to beat Man U? You can't get a point somewhere. You can't go for the Man U, surely. No, because you're going to go on Man U, and then I'm not going to get any points clawed back. So you know. That, oh, that's the... I see. Oh, he's... yeah, yeah. We'll see. It, it's, it's, we'll the two, see. it's the two o'clock kickoff on TV on the Sunday. Steve will be there crying into his uh, Yorkshire tea. Uh, <laughs> which way do you see it going, Brad? Well, I, I still don't think Leeds will have a manager by this point. Um, and if they kept, and if they do drastically make an appointment of Bielsa again, uh, I think I think they're going to lose either way. But if they've got Bielsa back, then they're going to lose even worse because we know what happens when they play Man United. Um, commentators seem to get absolutely overwhelmed with exciting Leeds football when they get smashed 6-1 by Man United each time it happens. I, I, I don't understand that. It must be something wrong in their heads a little bit when they decide that Leeds play good football and lose 6-1. It don't make sense. If Bielsa's there, that will be the score. I'm saying that right now. If Bielsa's there, they'll lose 5 or 6 nil. But I'm going to be kind to Leeds whilst they actually figure it out and actually sort themselves, sort the lives out and actually get a diff different manager that isn't Bielsa. And I'm going to say they're only going to lose 3 nil. 3-0. I know, I know it's at Allen Road. I just can't see any different. Until they've got a proper manager that's had a chance to do something with them, they're not going to win a game against someone like Manu in form. No. But uh, apparently breaking news, they have actually just crossed a salmon with an elephant. Apparently they're <laughs> going to get swimming trunks. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, you know, you know, we can mute ourselves, Steve. We need to find a way to hack into StreamYard so we can mute Chris when he starts saying <laughs> a joke. You have a, you have a go at me saying that Leeds are going to win. 
Oh, we. I mean, somebody started the elephant jokes off. Um, look, I've got to say, um, yeah, I went for a three-one Man United win in the first game, and I'm going to match it in this game. I think it's going to be three-one again. Uh, I can't see Leeds doing anything. Whoever's the man, I mean, they won't have a manager obviously in place for tomorrow night. Well, I don't think they will. If they do, what the hell can he do? Will they have one in place for the weekend? Who knows? Who knows? But I, I feel I do think it, it is. It is. Bye-bye, even if, even if they do, though, Chris, what's he going to do? He's going to sit in the stands. On he's sitting in the stands, isn't he? He's going to he's going to be announced on a Saturday if they do announce someone that quickly. He's not. There's no effect to be had by it. I don't think over the next couple of days for him. I'm just going to leave that joke there for um, for uh, of dogs, just so you can all enjoy it. Um, so let us move on. No, we're just doing something. He just passed a second. Leads one. Man. Oh, Doug agrees with me. Um, Shane has gone three 0 Man United. Leads. Uh, sorry, Jeff has gone one one. Uh, 1-1 to Leeds, that's a very Jesse Marsh thing to say, isn't it? Uh, James has gone 2-0 Man United Mike has agreed with me again 3-1, uh, Luke has gone for the draw um, and then there's another cherry joke coming into Doug Doug, I know you're married and you probably have anyway, but I wish you'd lose your cherry tonight um, oh, Leeds <laughs> Steve looks like he's losing the will to live. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's going on a lot longer than I planned. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve was 24 when we started the stream, folks, just so you know. Yeah, he had hair. You're going to look for elephants, Steve, just before you buy it. <laughs> oh. But of course, we could, you know, we we need we need Doug's mum to come and tell him off, like like the mother elephant telling the baby elephant off, going tusk tusk. Right, oh, stop the show, please! I want to get off the show. Just <laughs> stop the show. I want to get off. Man City are hosting Villa, Steve. Um, we all know Villa lost to us. Man City lost to Tottenham. What is going on at Man City? I think he's lost the dressing room. I really do, or unless he's lost the plot. Um, I can't understand why he left De Bruyne off the, uh, you know, sub. Um, I don't know what's going on there. I really don't. Um, perhaps he knows more than we know about what's coming, and um, it's going to be a nice excuse for him to, uh, you know, like Brad said, just walk out a bit gracefully. So, I don't think they're a force to be scared of anymore. Um, I think Villa are going to go there and make it hard for them. Um, it's not going to be a smashing. I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for a one-all draw. Ooh, right. Brad? This is going to sound ultimately strange, and I'm ready for you to click a button in shock and horror here, but... Forget financial fair play problems. On the pitch, Man City have an Erling Haaland problem. And that is that if he don't turn up or he, does, he doesn't fire on all cylinders, Man City don't win. It, it, it's not the toxicity of a Ronaldo situation, 
but it has the same implications of that. They they are so heightened and focused on Erling Haaland and so desperate to turn him into that world star, which he clearly has the capabilities to do because he hasn't got this many goals by not proving that he can do it. But you have seen it week in, week out. And again, maybe what Steve said true. If they know they can't win the league or it's going to get taken away from them, why bother? I mean, a bit strange what Pep said when he said he weren't interested in winning the Premiership. But that'll do for... We'll talk about that more on Friday, Chris. Yeah. But I, I, I agree with Steve. And I actually, this is scary. It's like I've just used the words I agree and with Steve in the same <laughs> sentence. Um. But I think it's been a while since I predicted one of these, and I'm actually going to say that this is a Desmond. This has got 2-2 written all over it, because I think Villa will want to fight back after getting embarrassed by Leicester, and mm. Man City will try and put things right, and they'll over, they'll over, they'll oversell it. They'll overdo it, and, and, and Villa will get a way back in, and they'll sneak a result out of it. And then Arsenal can start prematurely taking the bus around London for the Do title. You, uh... <laughs> Do you remember that song by Simon and Garfunkel, The Sound of Silence? Because I've not played anything, because I actually agree with you. What the heck? I was not expecting that. <laughs> so I can't play anything and then agree with you. Uh, yeah, I've gone 2-2. Two, two. I, um, I think they've now got a manager in Unai Emery who knows what he's doing. Uh, he will look at that game against Leicester. He will work out what's gone wrong. And he will fix it. Um, it's, a, it's it's at Manchester, so it's at the Etihad. So obviously there'll be no fans there, so it won't be much of an atmosphere to get behind Manchester City. But I just think, I think Emery will will get hold of uh, his team after after losing to us. And yet, I don't think they'll, they'll necessarily beat Man City, but it's just and they've got so. I mean, they've got again. People are going to be thinking at that club with everything that's going off, you know, on off the field. It's going to possibly affect them as well. So I agree with you, Brad. And to a point, Steve, although I did, I do add that on as a little caveat at the end, because I've gone 2-2. Two, two. Um, so is, that, gone... is that the first result we've all gone the same way for it? Right, or has it been oh, no, 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 no. We all said Leicester to beat Spurs. Um But this is, mm. only, this is only the second one. This is only the second one. We've agreed. What do you act? You know. Let's be honest with you. When do you ever expect us to agree with Steve's predictions? <laughs> this is very true. But if Anthony's gone for 2-2, two, two, can we all just change our results? Yes, I will allow us to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll have a VAR moment because Anthony's predicted the same. Yeah. Um, of course, we all know about the cherry that went to the Halloween party. Not for God's mid- sake. When it turned midnight, he turned into a bootberry. <sighs> you know, it's bad when you have to laugh at your own joke like that. Right? Can I say, I, I, <laughs> I did that once when you started talking and I started to smile because I was thinking about it to myself. And I thought, I can't, I'll let you finish. <laughs> that's the best. That's that's the joke to finish the cherries on. Um, sound like a 60s pop group, don't they? And here they are, top five. It's the cherries. Uh, Man City to win 2-0, says um, Jeff. Ooh. Uh, 
Anthony says I didn't tell him, say, mention his joke, but I'm sure I mentioned Arsenal. Uh, Man City to beat Villa 2-1. Uh, Cancelo Livier, it definitely is. Maybe he foresaw something that the rest of us are only just finding out, Doug. Uh, Maybe want... he's a snitch. <laughs> he's, he's the one that grasped them up. Yes. <laughs> Villa 2, Man City 1, says Shane. The other way round, says Mike. Uh, told you has gone... 2-0 to the uh, Citizens. 2-1 to Villa, says Luke. 2-0 Man City, says Doug. Uh, he has. He has. Anthony's gone to a, for a Desmond. Now, I never normally allow this, but does anybody want to change the change the prediction? <laughs> you can do it as a one-off. As a one-off. Well, you know, like you have like gun am amnesties and, and knife amnesties. I'm going to let you have a score amnesty here. But if you want to change it, I'll even let you change it, Steve, because it's a draw. Does anybody want to change the prediction? No, I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tempted. I'm really tempted because <laughs> it's not. It's not just gone for a draw. It's gone for the exact same score. Know. But you know what? If we're going to take him down, we'll all take him down together. So if it's not a draw, at least we're all losing this one together. Yeah. So I'll stick with the two wall. Fine, Anthony, you can have it. You want to be part of the cool gang, you can go to wall and, and join us, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll let him off this week. He says, well done, Brad agrees with me and Chris. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Um... If he, I tell you what, if he gets no points this weekend, Right, banning him. He's not allowed to predict anything. Mm. Madison Avenue, Leon, actually had a hit single with Heartache Avenue. Not obviously where Delia Smith lives, because she lives on Let's Be Avenue. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's an improvement, so I can't really. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of a smile or a laugh. No, but it's better people, than jokes. No, people are just playing into my hands here. Steve's going. Mm. Let this be over soon, please. It's only two games to go, Steve. Um, you're, you're laughing at my predictions. That's what gets me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. None of these jokes are as good as your predictions. <laughs> I, I, I was just. I was just about to say. At least you're. At least you're. At least your predictions give me a chuckle, Steve. It says a lot about his joke telling, doesn't it? Him and Jim and Doug with the bloody dad jokes. No, 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 no. Um, so, um, Steve, it's the big one on Monday night. Considering doing a watch along for this, um, yeah, thank you. You see, told you. I've got a fan. I've got fans out there. Not many, I agree. Um, but he did like that one. He called that one. Well, Merseyside Derby. Everton on a high after beating Arsenal. Big Sean's in the house. Uh, Liverpool can't just get it right. Anything right at the moment? Could this be a? Well, would it be a shock if Everton were to beat Liverpool? To be honest, I think um, this is a week where Klopp needs to catch COVID and stay at home for um, stay at home for a few days, and um, or just step back a bit and prove a point to himself: is it me or is it the players? I think he's got to a point there where you know everything's wrong. He's, you know his demeanour's wrong. Uh, his team selections are wrong. 
but I think he's looking too deep and trying to, you know, um, change things around and do it. So I think he needs to take a, a step back for, a, you know, a game and just see how things go and let 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 the players play how they want to play because he's confusing them. He's confusing everybody. And I think it's the right time for Everton to play Liverpool. Uh, I think Everton will be up more up for than Liverpool. So, oh, it's the score though. I can't see Everton scoring many goals. Um, I'm okay, going to go for a nil-nil. Liverpool at the moment. <laughs> no, I'm going to go for a nil-nil. Oh, a nil-nil. Nil-nil. Well, I was at the zoo the other week and I saw two elephants talking to each other. They were on the elephone. I'm not, I'm not, I refuse to be on camera with this awful joke, Alan. <laughs> if anybody's watching and they're liking this, and somebody might be liking it, and you're new, please subscribe. <laughs> yeah, or send help either way. Yeah, the more, well, I think the more subscribers, the less jokes we'll do. How about that? There's the deal. I thought you would have been a telling jokes. Oh, um, right. Um, but you never forgot your name there. I was looking at, I was looking at you thinking Nelly because of the elephants. Oh, uh, Brad. <laughs> come on. You got there again. Yeah. Brad, which way you you? I mean, it, it's this has got the hallmarks of being a a, a classic derby. It it hasn't. It's it's very weird because um, I I obviously predicted Wolves to beat Liverpool. It very blase the way I predicted it because it just well, didn't seem like that much of a shock. Liverpool, Klopp, Klopp you know, it's funny. Steve said, you know, I know he said tongue and cheek that Klopp probably needs COVID for for it to intervene and sort them out. But do you remember that season that we beat them 3-1 in the COVID season and they were falling apart, they're all over the place uh, and everybody was saying he's getting his tactics wrong, he's changing too much. He hits the panic button and he doesn't just hit it, he smashes it, he obliterates it and takes a sledgehammer and flamethrower to it once he loses Virgil van Dijk or anybody of half-decent quality. That midfields need improving, as uh, need improvement over the last two seasons, maybe three seasons, um, Doug might say, if, if he's still in there. And if they just keep buying forwards, what, why? Can you not see where the blatant, obvious, glaring problem is in your team? It's your midfield that's weak. But, I mean, whilst the crisis is still going on, you know, yes, it was a shock that Everton beat, um, that Everton beat Arsenal, but it won't be a shock when they beat Liverpool this weekend because they're going to do it. And Everton are going to beat them. And this really could get Liverpool fans turning on clock. Because I'm going for Everton to win this game by three goals to one. Ooh, right. Because no normally Liverpool, you can rely on Anfield, can't you? You normally think, ah, it's all right. We'll hit a form because we'll go to Anfield. We'll get behind the lads and we'll win. Didn't work against Brighton. Didn't work against Fulham. Didn't work against, you know, and it's just not working this season. And whilst he's crying into a corner, smashing the panic button, they're going to keep losing drop points. Yeah, I, I agree. It, this, this is a, a really, probably the hardest one to predict because Everton do struggle against Liverpool in the 
derbies. Liverpool always do seem to to get a result. And it's at Anfield. If it was at Goodison, it might be different. It's at Anfield. I'm going to complete the hat trick and go different to both of you two. Um, that's just the sort of guy I am. I live on the edge, you know. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go two-one to Liverpool because I think it's the derby and it's at Liverpool. And I think what we saw last week was a one-off, and I don't think. I think Everton will stay up under Dice because I think there's now there are, you know there's worse teams with worse managers, but I can't see them getting anything here. So I'm actually going to go two-one uh, to Liverpool. Dog, you can pay me later. Um, so let um, me just come up. Anthony has. Oh God. Oh, that's mm-hmm. all right. Sorry, I panicked then. I panicked then. Uh, but he's actually gone two-one to Everton. Oof, oh, I'm glad, that, I'm glad I went three-one Everton. Otherwise, I was going to demand that I changed mine. Jeff's gone Liverpool to win one-nil with a long-distance goal by face. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I do like that. I have to admit that. See, now that is the best joke that's been told yeah. all night. I do like yeah, that. You are going to get. You are going to get the best joke. Uh, award, and if I can just find it here, I'm going to give you one of these. <laughs> you deserve it, mate. That is that is the best joke of the night, even by my standards. Um, Dante said, I'd rather have constipation than these jokes. <laughs> I thought that I thought that came. You got that just being an Arsenal fan, to be honest with you, because uh, they, they they play enough shit normally, don't they? Oh, I can't say that this season. Get away with it, can I? Really, uh, Jeff? My niece would like your joke. She's five. Not nice. Just not nice. Doug, what game should you never play with an elephant? Oh, no. top trumps. Oh, I thought he was going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, hang on, I've lost it. I've lost it. I've lost it. Um, James has gone. I hope you're right, Brad. Uh, <laughs> told you has gone Liverpool 1, Everton 0. <laughs> that was so believable until he said it was the. Um, and I'm going to get it right just for Doug in this one. Until he said that the goal was going to come from the Uruguayan, not Ukrainian, like I accidentally called it in Doug's drink one, the Uruguayan Andy Carroll. There you go, Doug. Just for you, mate. I made amends for calling him Ukrainian. <laughs> uh, Doug says 3 1. Who's scoring Everton's three goals, Brad? Um, mm. oh, um, probably probably Joe Matip. I'm oh, sorry. That was an own goal specialist, doesn't it? Joe Matip. <laughs> um, Dwight McNeil. And you know what? Just for the laugh. Just for the laugh. Just when you think you're done with Brighton, their ex is going to haunt you and Neil Mopay is going to score off the bench. <laughs> there you go. There's uh, your three, Doug. James says, can't see many goals in this game. Anthony, I'm sorry, I have to take your first answer. I can't change it to 3-1 Everton. Sorry. Thank me later, Brad. Um, thank, you, thank you, Chris. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll thank you now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you know why elephants can't use computers, though? Because oh. they're scared of oh. noise. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. oh, if it gets very hot in Africa for the elephants, of course, they could always use air conditioning. Mm. <laughs> right, last game you'll be pleased to hear, Steve. <laughs> if anyone wants to stay on afterwards, we can have a joke. We can have a joke hour. Um, this is a big one. Arsenal are going to be playing Manchester City. Steve, surely you can going to go Manchester City on this one. Oh, Doug, uh, sorry, Doug has gone one nil against his team. He's predicting a loss. I think. I think this game is going to suit Man City. I think it's going to be a tactical possession game. Um, yeah, I think Man City are going to nullify Arsenal. But I can't see it be a high-scoring game. Uh, I'm going to go for one each again on this one. Tell you what, mate, I hope you've got a long fence. Do you know what, mate? I've cracked it this week. I've cracked it. <laughs> crack something. Um, he's got one, one. Now all the elephants have just gone straight to it. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. It does make me remember. Do you know what you get if you cross an elephant with oh, a man? No. <laughs> Bloody big holes in your skirting board. That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the fans want. This is. <laughs> I don't know what fans you're talking to. <laughs> no. um, no, fan. Before I do another elephant joke. Oh God, you're throwing me off with your awful, awful elephant jokes. Uh, but if you want to phone a friend at this stage, Brad. You can always make a trunk call. Uh, oh, I think I've I think I've finished Steve off this week. <laughs> I think I'm sitting on a peanut or something. I think. <laughs> oh, God. oh dear! This 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 show's killed me inside. I'm 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 just emotionally drained from from all these awful jokes that are being told. Uh Awful. Oh, uh, nil, nil. I, I just don't know how this one's going to go. Man City don't seem to care. They obviously fear big punishment. Mm. And it's Arsenal. They find a way to somehow scrape it. Uh, yeah, nil, nil. I'm going to go for a, a nil, nil. Well, I am going to go for a Desmond. Because I think it'll be a draw. So if we agree, again, we've all gone for a draw. Uh, but I think there will be goals in this. Um, but I think it will be 2-2. Man City will have a point to prove. Um, but I think Arsenal will just hold on, um, knowing that obviously this could be the title decider. I know it's early in the season, but I think it could be. Um, let's have a look what people are saying in the chat. Um Arsenal 3, Man City 1, says Shane. Oh, sorry, James has just come in. Well, he came in earlier. 
Um, he's going for a 1-1 draw as an Everton fan. So, so Shane is going for 3-1 to Arsenal. Uh, Dan is back from out of space. Man City of the Northern Premier. We, we, we love it, don't we? We love it. Uh, Man City 3-2, says Mike. 2-1 uh, to Arsenal, says James. Anthony was never going to agree with either of us. He's gone for a 2-1 to Arsenal win. Um, True, True Red says, Chris, you should have your own show. And I'll tell you what, when I do take over that breakfast show on the radio, everybody will be staying in bed for an extra hour, won't they? Um, Jeff's gone. He's always agreed with me, Jeff. He's gone for a Desmond. Um, Told you has gone for 2-1 Arsenal, uh, as indeed has Luke. Um, Just because they're playing red, Luke, doesn't mean you have to go for them to win. How do you get five elephants in a mini? Oh, I thought we'd stop. We'd stop encouraging him. You don't. Uh, and Doug <laughs> has gone with Arsenal 2, Manchester City 1. Much to Steve's relief and not probably a little bit of Brad's as well. That was the last game. I didn't expect it to take this long. Jokes have kind of have come in a little bit there. Um you are feeling confident, uh, Steve. I've smashed it, mate. I've smashed it. I've just been looking at everybody's predictions. You're all wrong. And I've got a great week this week. And then he woke up. <laughs> I think that's the best joke of the night. <laughs> <laughs> He's on there. Yeah, well done, Steve. I'll have a fight whatever you're on, Steve. Uh, <laughs> Brad, I've got to say to you, of course, what is an elephant's favourite font? Elephant. Oh, <laughs> Feeling confident, Brad. You back. You've got it back. We're back drawing. I was. I was ahead for one week. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm always confident, mate. One way or another, I'll always end up winning this. So, um, I'm glad to be joint top. We'll let Steve have it. He can be second this week because if it means Anthony's third, then it's better than, better than what he has been doing. So fourth, don't we? You know. Well, yeah, you know he could he could you know because he's a Spurs fan, so obviously he knows what it's like to finish third in a two horse race. Yes, he does. He does. Uh, Doug says we need to have that joke off. We certainly do. Um, we'll get it arranged. Message me, or do you want to come on afterwards? We'll have a chat and get something agreed because we've been saying this forever and a day. We're going to have the old Alan Shearer. Um, who's the other guy? Ian Wright. Ian Wright, and do a joke off. Uh, Anthony, we're going to be talking all about Manchester City on Question Time on Friday at nine o'clock. So join us then. Steve, thank you so much, not only for coming on, but for putting up with the jokes. Um, no, I'm sound. I've just made my mind up now. I think I'm going to go to the zoo tomorrow. So, um, <laughs> <I'm okay. laughs> Look, if you want to see Brad, go to Manchester. <laughs> I, I, I went to the zoo the other week and I saw a, I saw, I saw a monkey jerking off. I then went to have a look at the giraffes and I was still jerking off. Any news? 
you know that warning that we all got when you said, "Can we all keep it clean, please?" Because of the warnings I get. I think we know the you real know truth for it. You don't know what words I was going to use on that. Yeah. Mm, all right. All right. And in fairness, this one's not going out of Facebook because they're banned at the moment. Well, yeah, there is that. Facebook <laughs> are banned. Know, that's why it's going on about it. All I can say, Chris, is I saw that coming. <laughs> Oh, oh, no, that must have been a lovely sight. Tell us, oh, Foxy dear. 7, Steve, how's it going? Yes, yes, we're going to be up and running next week. So uh, hopefully everything's going to go fine. So please, please, please have a look and uh, see if we can interest you in anything. I'm sure you will. And Doug, again, as always, the other week he, he, he did offer, uh, he will promote uh, his stuff on, on his channel as well. But if you think you're going to get a better class of viewer, no, just remember the jokes that he was saying. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we're giving you sponsorship of this show. And it's next Friday at 9 o'clock. We're, we're becoming a Friday night show. We might have to start it at 11 so that it's definitely after the watershed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, all the best. Thanks so much for coming yes. on. Uh, I'll take good luck with those predictions, but I think you need a miracle. <laughs> Listen, it's my week this week. You watch. You'll be thanking me on the next show, saying we'll I was right. That. We'll clip that. Yeah, going to start sounding like a Liverpool fan, Steve. You keep saying it's your week. You know, like them. It's their year. <laughs> might go for the Leeds job, and that you never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I tell you what. If you take the Forest job, I'm definitely predicting them to lose every week. <laughs> uh, uh, Oh dear! <laughs> oh God! We love each other, don't we? We do. Yeah, uh, love's a strong word. Yeah, it is. It is. And I have a, I have a love-hate relationship with Brad. We love each other. We love ourselves and hate each other. That would have been better <laughs> if I got it right. Steve, all the best, mate. I'll let you go. Uh, just give, just know. give that to Anthony for me, will it? What is it? It's coming. There it is. Like, give that to Anthony. <laughs> There's Anthony. Anthony, I knew you'd come on before the end of the show. <laughs> I think that was more impressive than Anthony's. <laughs> this is why I'm not allowed on Facebook because of that sort of thing. That take care, mate. Yeah, take care, guys. I'll, I'll see you next see Friday, right, nine o'clock. All the best. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Bye bye. Oh, you'd be glad it's the end of the show. Uh, where can anybody find your show, which is not quite as bad as this one? Well, there is that. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Top Ten Battles. The uh, link is always in Chris's description because he's an absolute legend like that. So do go and check that one out. I've got a quiz booked in for tomorrow with Reese. If you know this channel well enough, probably seen Reese on here a few times. Um, so be looking out for that tomorrow. And obviously, unfortunately, what I'll have Anthony. That, what time does that start? That's eight o'clock tomorrow. I've booked recently. It's like a deadline day deal. He, he got back to me and let me know his availability. So I've squeezed him in when I can tomorrow. And, and um, watching at eight, so because it's Reese, you'll be finishing about one in the morning. Yeah. So you know, if you want me to break you up into highlight packages, don't worry. I, I, I'll edit it and do that for you. So keeping you all here for four hours. Um, and then I'm back with Anthony the day after on a Thursday, at half seven, um, doing our best. Um, 11 for funny enough Liverpool Everton so if you like Liverpool, sport Liverpool Everton do check us out uh, on Thursday at half seven and if you don't know where to follow us on YouTube follow my personally on Facebook if you really want to I 
wouldn't I wouldn't wish that on anybody though. Uh, or follow me on Twitter at Full Time Focus. That's the best ways you'll find me to know when I'm doing these live. No, you're more welcome. Get over there and give Brad your support. Um, you will always wear it. Mm. And just the one last one to leave you with: Why are elephants so wrinkly? Have you ever tried to iron one? Brad, I will see you on Friday when we'll be talking FFP. All the best, mate. Take care. And honestly, we're not bring any elephant jokes. I'll, I'll find another animal. Oh, for God's sake. That doesn't make it any better. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, buddy. Yeah, but the thing Take is, care, mate. you won't remember them like you'll remember the elephant jokes. <laughs> God. Sad but true. Sad, Sad but, but true. true. All the best, mate. Take care. Take care, buddy. Um, Doug, I've sent you the link if you want to jump on when we finish and we can sort out that show. Um, I'm sure if I ask to get Brad nice enough, he'll come on and referee. Um, uh, God, mind you, he might not want to. He might not want to. Uh, <laughs> mine's bigger, Steve. Oh, come on, you guys, stop. You know, it's all about size, isn't it? Uh, and he says, good luck to uh, Brad for the other day. Um, not sure, mate. We'll, we'll find out for next week. Um, once it's up and running, this show will be sponsored by uh, Foxy7. Of course, giving Steve our support for giving up his time every week. I know he enjoys it, but giving up his time and coming on as an ex-player, uh, we really do appreciate it. Um, as they say, so what is going to be coming up for the rest of the week? Ah, let me tell you. Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. We've got tomorrow, nine o'clock, we're talking to Russell Osman, um, with the latest um, episode of The Conversation talking to him about his Leicester City career and his career in football generally. Uh, then on Friday, we've got the Spurs preview. Uh, we're getting Harry on there, big Spurs fan, and not Mr Kane. Um, we've got Harry coming on to talk to us at 9 o'clock, and then I'm going to go on his on Friday. And then at 9 o'clock, we have got uh, question time when uh, we will be discussing FFP because Leicester... Kind of well, look at this. I mean, we, we cocked our summer spending up because we were trying to abide by the rules, and then Manchester City flagrantly smash the rules and do what the hell they want to. So it's a bit annoying. We'll be we will be talking about that on Friday. So do join us and let us know what you think your thoughts are on FFP. And then, of course, on Saturday from 2:30, it is the watch along for Spurs and the post-match reaction. And just to say, next week it's all going to be changing because of the new uh, the new spring schedule, if you like, as ITV would say, is kicking in. Shows are moving around a bit, and um, shows will be less. We're merging some shows together, so like the stat show and the preview show is going to be merged together. Prediction shows moving to Friday, like I say, and um, the question time is moving to Monday, so we can. There's more sort of things to talk about for the weekend games. Predictions on Thursday. Uh, next week, week, Wednesday, it's Ian Hume in the conversation. And, of course, Man United preview on the 16th on that one. It has been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. It has been a laugh. 
uh, allegedly, I don't know, you could probably have me at um, <laughs> for misrepresentation there. <laughs> but thanks very much to Steve. Thanks very much to Brad. Thanks very much to Ant for getting all his scores wrong again. Uh, do take care. I will see you all tomorrow night at 9 o'clock when we talk to Russell Osman. I love doing those shows. I can't believe that I'm actually I talk Pontus come on my one of my heroes talking to him laughing and ah oh, unbelievable Jeff unbelievable it's an honor it is an honor to do that. Don't do anything you wouldn't enjoy. If you have been watching this on YouTube, thank you so very very much and if you've been listening on your favorite podcast platform Really, really do appreciate lending me your ear for the last couple of hours. You can have them back now. Here's Arnie. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. watching these videos are tremendous you better like them too or i'll be back lester till i die tv they think it's all over it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect order delivery now on the mcdonald's app you in? A participating restaurants 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.